Hello. Hello. Hi, you're listening to On the Town. Hi, is this Christopher Smothers? Yeah. Hi, it's uh, Tanya calling from On the Town. How are you? I'm good. We are, are on live. I'm very well. Thank you for joining us. Well, I'm uh, excited to be here. Yeah, no, we are excited to have you. So, um, so we are doing this podcast today because everyone is doing this um, DNA thing and trying to find out who they are and where they come from. So, you know, recently I did mine, as you know, because you helped me. Uh, and uh, I found out a lot of information that I was surprised about, um, you know, how much African, um, how much not uh, something else and how much something else. So I thought it was all very interesting. And I thought our viewers might like to know, you know, um, how, what, how can I learn a little bit more about this? So we're having you on because please tell people exactly what you do uh, and what you've been doing, but you're um, earning the paper for, but you've been doing it for a while. Okay, well, basically what I do is help other people uh, understand the story of their ancestors and uh, provide them with the professional research and skills to uh, enlighten them on their ancestors' journey to the creation of them <laughs> and, mm. you know, how their ancestors' journeys contribute to who they are. Okay. Interesting. And so uh, tell us about your site. You have um, unearthingyourroots.org. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And exactly what is that for? So basically... Um, Back in January, I started my own for-profit business after I closed my 501c3 nonprofit mm -hmm. um, that basically allowed me to get more exposure because back then I was trying, I was trying to uh, kind of branch out and, you know, experience what it is like to research for different people of different backgrounds other than just African-American, you know. So uh, back in January, I started my for after I got my certification and I'll continue to go on and get my prof my professional certification at uh, Boston University uh, come next semester in January in the spring. Okay, nice. And um, so, okay, so un Unearthing Your Roots Incorporated uh, is your for-profit business. You, know, you just help people um, make the link or read their ancestry, find people, um, you know, their family members or explain to them certain things. Yeah, basically, we give people insight to the story of their ancestors, and um, some people come in with the different objectives, and we try and cater to people based off of their needs and their uh, ancestral, uh, you know, queries, you know, what they want to know, and hopefully we provide them with the assurance of who they are. Mm -hmm. What do you think the big wow is about the ancestry and the 23 and What's the other side? I, don't, I think it's very, uh, you know, demanding because... You know, we're at a point in history where people really, uh, you know, want to know more about, you know, who they are and where they come from. And it's such an important thing to know that because it makes up a lot of your identity and how you interact with people in the world and uh, your desires as a human being. A lot of it comes back down to, you know, where you come from. Mm. Mm, definitely that. Uh, so I see... Um... There's uh, something that recently that happened, um, you know, ancestry, you did, I did my, uh, my ancestry and uh, I thought I was a certain amount of percentage, but then it came back um, again and switched up on me. I think there's three times now. Uh, so it doesn't, re well, doesn't fully, totally change everything, 
But um, that makes people wonder, you know, is this really real? Because now I knew my I knew my grandmother told me about, um, you know, that we had Native American or something, but I couldn't find mine. And some other cousins found theirs. So I was like, that's weird. But now that they did the switching, then they tested more people. Um, it's it's now coming up. It's not coming up as high as my other cousins. Um, so I don't know what's up with that. But um, but it, it's there now. So um, can you explain that to me so that that can be demystified? Because a lot of people think, oh, this is fake. And the reason why I don't think ancestry and all that stuff is fake is because I found you guys. I found, uh, if you don't know, Christopher is a cousin of mine. But I found my other cousins, um, you know, the Hogan's, the Rochester's. I found them through, uh, I'm not found them. I had already found them, sorry. But I was able to verify that we were blood related. Uh, how about that? And then, and then Christopher, uh, cousin Christopher uh, here helped me uh, link uh, what's what and who's who and how many centimorgans prove whatever it is. So we'll, we can go into that actually. But yeah, just give me a little. Um, well, okay. well, first I will address these uh, DNA modifications. Mm -hmm based off of the recent pool of genetic data that they have added to their database. So basically Ancestry has been able to uh, take new uh, DNA tests and add them to their genetic pool, which uh, they say, you know, gives them more accurate, um, you know, prediction and analysis based off of how many, uh, sequences in your DNA match up with those who have been tested in different regions of the world, which gives us a more accurate insight to how much you are of this, how much you are of that. Now, oral history versus DNA mm -hmm. is very interesting. You know, oral history tells us a lot of things, but when we're born, we go through a product of genetic swapping, okay? okay? And we get more of one ethnicity than some of our other relatives, you know, mm -hmm. um, depending on how distant that connection to that heritage is. So your cousin, you know, could have more uh, Native American DNA because their parents, you know, have a greater percentage of DNA than your parents do. Okay. So it just depends on their distance and, uh, and to that connection and their relationship, you know, with that person long-term oh. and the passing down of the uh, genetics when they're born. Oh. So that's why some people can have, you know, more greater, um, you know, dominance in, a, in an ethnic region than you know, your counterpart or your cousin. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. So, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I, it's just, I, it makes sense. It's just, uh, you know, when you hear your cousin say, I have enough Native American to claim heritage. And then you're like, well, I only got like 2% or whatever, 5%. <laughs> then you're like, well, I'm only a little bit Native. And then explain this. So when they say Native American, which we all know that Native Americans means that those are the people that founded America and never got credit for it. So, but they came from somewhere else. So that would probably explain why mine says <laughs> something like Chile and, and, um, and, um, but um, oh gosh, uh, South America. Oh wait, where are we at? Um, Chile. It says something. Uh, it's it. It says something that I was. That was a shocker for me. Um, but then again, Lithuania was a shocker for me. Even if it's one percent, uh, it's all a shocker because, you know, I think I'm rather brown skin. Let's say team brown skin, and uh, happily, by the way. Uh, so I just assumed I was like ninety percent African. 
you know? Uh, so, and even though... It is very shocking to learn that you are not who you expect it to be. I think that's what intrigues so many people because, you know, you really get so many with you know so much knowledge so much more desire to have your Mm -hmm. questions answered you know when you you know embark upon this journey you know you really are stumped with so many questions because it's not what you expect right you know right uh but that's why you know you hire a professional or you embark upon your own genealogical journey to solidify the oral history and dna with uh historical documentation that been kept over thousands of years right that's true hmm. well so so when they change it it's because they've tested more people so they've got more in the database but what how does that affect me you know what i'm saying so if they test yeah. twenty thousand africans that, uh, i was saying basically what that does is they find people with i don't want to say pure dna because nobody's really 100% everything, you know, one thing. Uh, But what they do is they find the people who have higher dominance in one specific region, and they use that DNA to compare to your DNA sequences that will be able to separate what, you know, was before Native American. But now that they have that person, you know, that's 98% Brazilian, now they can, or Colombian, now they can pinpoint the difference between Native American and Colombian or Native American and Brazilian and so forth and so on. So they try and find people who are, uh, you know, almost pure mm-hmm. in one region. Well, and, that, you know, that's like, well, that's another question, though. So I have um, some Asians come back as 100% Asian and some only only people I've seen come back 100% is like um, a Senegal or Nigeria. Which one is it? Senegal? Uh, a couple of people from Africa, certain parts of Africa come back 100%. But other than that, very few people come back 100%. But why do Asians come back 100% when we know that they're not, they they have other stuff, you know, going circling around. If you look at how people travel around the globe, you don't even need anyone to tell you that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I, the right. thing you have to take into account is um, you inherit, you know, 50% from mom, 50% from dad, and the, the contribution that you uh, are born with, you know, will vary depending on both parties, not just one party. So if both parents have a great dominance in, you know, one region, then your DNA is going to be pretty solid, you know. Hmm. Um, but, you know, like I was saying, well, you were saying earlier, there's some people who have greater, you know, DNA or in the Native American region than you do. It could be from that other, you know, if you're related to them by their mother, you know, and they say they're Native American. Oh. It is that their father, you know, has Native American DNA oh. to contribute yeah. to them having a greater percentage. Okay, so that makes a little bit of sense. Um, hmm. So, what if, um, can would you think they can actually make these uh, tests? I think they can easier to decode because when I first got it, I was like overwhelmed, and I was like, "This wasn't what I thought it was. And this was what I thought it was." And oh my god, this wasn't as much percentage. This was percent. I didn't know what the because when way, you say decode, do you mean like like in other words, if I go on and take the ancestry test, I swab my mouth and it back, it comes back to me. It tells me in precise layman terms, not no complicated, nothing read genealogy. You don't need nobody to interpret for you. It clearly says you are a hundred percent African, one percent Chinese, and five percent something. That makes more sense to me. It, it doesn't make the way that they did it was extremely confusing. 
The second one well, usually is how, sorry. usually how they separate it is by uh, nationality, like you know, twenty three percent Benin Togo, mm -hmm. you know, right, thirteen percent uh, Cameroon Congo. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so well, I don't know. I just thought it still because it they put the little minus signs there, and then they put this sign. It's 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 not clear and precise. Put it this way: I want mm -hmm. a ten year old to be able to read it. That's how that's how easy it should be. It's I have great. to take that up with ancestry. I mean, oh, I already uh, have. I've sent a letter. Okay. I've sent my little letter out, definitely, because it's just yeah. it just doesn't make sense. But um, but I don't. Yeah, know. it is something, it, especially you know, who eyes aren't really fresh to it or experienced in it. It's like kind of like a maze trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it it is definitely something you know a lot of people need guidance in. Because